The NBA draft. Oh, man. It is almost here. Well, it's kind of almost here, but we have the lottery coming up. So we're going to dive full on into that on the next here on this first full edition of Garden Vibes. Yes, the Garden Vibes podcast. The podcast all on the New York Knicks. We had our little introductory episode. Now we're going to get into our first full thing here, which... What better time to do it than ahead of the lottery where we can preview it here and we can take a look at what to expect for the Knicks. Who are going to enter this at in sixth this time around rather than first, at least for the odds wise. They have a 9% chance at the first overall pick compared to the Pistons who have 10.5% chance at fifth. The Atlanta Hawks have 12.5% chance at fourth. And then... The Timberwolves, Cavaliers, and Warriors each share 14% odds for the first overall pick. As seen last year, the Knicks did have those same 14% odds to go get Zion Williamson. They did not end up resulting in that, and they fell down to the third spot. Now, in this scenario, um, for 2020, the Knicks can fall down to as low as 10th, which they have a 0.1% chance of happening. Otherwise, they have... 3.7% chance at 9th, 20.6% chance at 8th, 20.9%, excuse me, 20.8% chance at 7th, 8.6% chance at 6th, 9.6% for 4th, 9.4% for 3, 9.2% for 2, and 9.0% for 1. So their best odds here are actually to fall to 7th or 8th, which would be a little on brand for things that have happened over the years, but... More most likely though in this draft for in this draft lottery format, more than just the Knicks are gonna shuffle around here, just as we saw the Pelicans fly all the way up to number one to go take Zion Williamson. And we had the Grizzlies move up big time to go take John Morant too, just as Mike Conley was going out the door. Uh or a little before that. So the Knicks have a uh, it's not it's not really the draft to have that first pick, so maybe this isn't a terrible thing. If you're a Knicks fan hoping for the number one pick, I mean, yes, uh, LaMelo Ball is is going to be a top one of the top picks there. He's not a bona fide number one pick, but he's the flashiest player of them all probably. But it's not the draft to have that, that number one guy because there's, there's such a clutter of players, probably from, I would say... You say no, Lamelo Ball is going to go within the top three, but after that, there's players I think could f- fall around anywhere, anywhere in that lottery area there from one to fourteen. It could be a whole mix of players, even going down to the twenty, maybe the the um just about twenty. Yeah, it's going to be really really interesting because it's just going to depend on what teams see the most and what players. Uh, and in in this result, I wouldn't expect there to be a lot of trades either, because it's just going to be a cluster of guys. Like you have, of course, Ball. You have Onyekwa Anganku. Sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. Killian Hayes, James Wiseman, Tyrese Halliburton, Obi Topin, Anthony Edwards, Denny Avija from Israel. Uh, Devin Vassell, RJ Hampton, Isaac Okoro. There's so many guys there who could go maybe as low as the end of the lottery or go as high as the top five. It all depends on who these teams value. 
even someone like James Wiseman, who probably entered the year as a, as a number one pick, could probably fall into the late top ten, I'm going to guess there. Because no one stands out as this potential bona fide star. There's a lot of players that could come out of the shreds as, as just good players. But it lacks that, that talent that you say, wow, okay, this guy could be a superstar. Kind of like how we looked at 2018 where Luka Doncic was, was coming out and he had that star-making talent. You had Trey Young, who was a polarizing talent from Oklahoma. Uh, DeAndre Eaton was a standout big man from Arizona. This draft, you have Lamella Ball. He, there's, he has that a little bit, but mostly, I'm going to say because of the ball name. I Maybe you, you'll take that differently, but I think a lot of it has to do with his last name. We know Lonzo Ball. We know... Um, <laughs> the very outspoken LeVar Ball, the father who has thankfully drifted a little bit since Lonzo isn't, hasn't really just shown up as the player that people thought he would be. So there, there's not that superstar talent, but there are players that people are high on. I mean, I'm high on a few guys like Killian Hayes. I think he could be an interesting playmaker. James Wiseman reminds me of just a guy who just can be a, a rim runner going back and forth. Maybe average a, a good 12 and 10 a night. There's Obi Topin, who's athletic as hell. He just can't defend. Anthony Edwards, who's a good scoring guard, but you question of otherwise with his game, I, I guess, how effective he could be shooting the uh, just in, in general, I guess, or how, how much of a ceiling he has. And there's just so many unknowns because some of these guys were Americans who played overseas or these guys just in general who are coming from overseas that like Killian Hayes who you don't, just don't know how they're going to fit into the mix here it's it's quite difficult um yeah it's it's very difficult and there could just going to be a lot of role players i think at least and there's at least i should say at the bottom end of this there's going to be a lot of role players guys who fill out benches guys who who could maybe do a spot start here and there Six mans, uh, backup centers, you you know whatever. There could be there's gonna be a lot of those guys there, and they could go in as high as the bottom ten for all we know, or for how these these players are just projected to be because is there, that talent just isn't there, which it's it's unlike some of the previous drafts and. That's going to take some stock a little bit away from how much, yeah, <coughs> excuse me, how much focus this gets. But, yeah, so that's why it might not be a terrible thing for the Knicks to go and fall to sixth or stay in sixth or, may, or hell, even maybe drift up one or two spots higher. If they're put in the number one spot, the eyes and attention are probably going to get put on LaMelo Ball, even though he's not the definitive number one guy. But he's just the most polarizing option, even though he's not the most polarizing option of the past five years, hardly. So, of so I mean, of course, Knicks fans are naturally going to want the number one pick, and of of course, why not? You get your your pick of the litter. You get to pick it. You get anyone who you want that's on the board or who's draft eligible. But if there's a guy who they feel is a little more highly rated that could maybe be there in the middle of the, of the top 10, you just stay there for that. I mean, the last time they had something like that was Danilo Gallinari in 2006. He worked out okay. Not a superstar, but it, they, they found a couple of year, good years out of him. 
They trade him for Carmelo Anthony, and he became an effective player. Uh, Kevin Knox was ninth overall two years ago. So far, that's not looking great. Uh, Frank Nilakina, despite his Knicks supporters, he's got a long way to go in his development too. So, some of the top ten picks here have not worked out. R.J. Barrett had a little bit of, of a struggle in his rookie year, but he's still 19. He's got a long way to go uh, to show some development signs there. But Knox and Neil Kina were the latest ones where eh, left a little bit of things desired. And, of course, we can't talk about this without Chris Saps Porzingis, who went fourth overall, um, which is a little little higher than that mid-range, like, 7-6-5 spot there. But, and of course, he turned out to be a terrific player. Great find. Just did not want to stay after really two and a half years of healthy uh, games there with the Knicks. So, yeah, it comes. we come back to this draft lottery order here where Knicks could fall in line six, which, yeah, was the Gallinari spot 14 years ago. And most recently, I guess we can we could take a look at this. We could take a look at previous NBA drafts and who fell sixth overall. Because sixth overall could be, yeah, could be where to go. Last year was Jarrett Culver. 2018 was Mo Bamba. 2017 was Jonathan Isaac. So there are some interesting finds. No one who's become a star just yet. A lot of uh, physical talents there, I would say. And of course, right in the middle, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Tankathon's uh, NBA Draft Big Board. There's so many other sites you can look at. This was just literally the first one I pulled up. Obi Topin at sixth overall there for their big board there. It's going to range everywhere, of course, I suspect. But just looking at that, Obi Topin is a very athletic player. Just has questions defensively. As we saw with uh, power forward who played for the Knicks last year in Julius Randle and Bobby Portis. Of course, Taj Gibson's, Gibson's a little more of that defensive-minded guy, but as a role player on a bad team, just doesn't really stand out that much. Um, yeah, and I mean, someone like, even like James Wiseman could be a physical guy that goes in the middle of the top 10, but I, I, I can't think the Knicks are going to take a second big man when Mitchell Robinson is already there, but you never know what happens. You never know in this, uh, in this NBA where it's not exactly position focused right now. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's really hard to make lottery predictions in general with the Knicks, uh, where with whatever with where they could fall, because you're literally betting on the lottery. <laughs> I guess if I had to put in a lottery ticket, I would say they're going to fall to 7th, just because that's that's just the highest odds for where it could fall. Although, last year, 1st overall, um, or excuse me, 5th overall at 47.9% was the highest they could fall, and they went 3rd. So, who knows, the odds vary. The odds are all over the place. You can go check them out anywhere on online there to see the full spread odds for each pick where each team can fall. Of course, you can see even someone just leapfrog like last year, and you can see the Knicks get pushed down all the way to the bottom of the top 10 if someone like Phoenix jumps or Washington jumps or Charlotte jumps or, hell, even San Antonio, who's in the, first, who's in the lottery for the first time since 1997 to jump up from 11 to 2, 3, hell, even 1. So teams could push others down, where they are right now, even the Warriors could fall from 1st to 5th. Even the Timberwolves can fall from 1st to 7th. So, there's a lot of things that can go down in this relatively new NBA lottery format. 
And I'm going to guess the Knicks, I mean, it's really tough to say they're going to fall to ninth or 10th. I'm going to say they stick to 7th, I'm going to say. And hey, they do have a chance at a top 4 pick. They can't land 5th overall. That's the only 5th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th are the only spots they cannot land. But they have a legitimate chance at climbing to 1st through 4th. Very possible. So, we'll see. We'll see. I guess, looking at the board here, for where they could go uh, with the eventual pick, they could really go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, when you're as a team that's in the state like they are, they really don't have a position of need. They really have a uh, position of drafting anywhere. <laughs> they can really take anything. Um, any any position. I mean, the only thing I guess I should say I would avoid is center just because you don't really need a second center right now. But the way the NBA is going, a second seven-footer. But they could really use another guard. They could very, very, very much use another guard, I should say. Because these experiments with Neil Kina and Dan Smith Jr. and Emmanuel Moutier last year, just not working out well. I like Kadeem Allen, but he, I don't think he's with the team any longer. So... They could really use a scoring guard, I, I I guess, if you want to pinpoint something. Of course, they could really use a wing, too. They don't really have a great wing defender. Kevin Knox is not that guy. Um, maybe they could find someone like an Isaac Okoro, depending on where they fall in the draft there. Maybe a Devin Vassell, who is a little light for a wing, but he is six foot seven. Um, there's players. There's It's not a great wing draft. It's more towards the guards and... And the uh, big men, but yeah, may, yeah, perhaps guard or wing wingmen for them. They, whether it could be maybe for guard wise, Anthony Edwards, Killian Hayes, who's more of a playmaker, even though the Knicks could very much use a scorer, um, someone like an Anthony Edwards. He, yeah, um, maybe they take a chance on RJ Hampton, depending on where they fall. Uh, Josh Green is there too. There's so many players that could just go as high as 5th and maybe as low as 15th, 20th. It's a very difficult draft to gauge right now. And the fact that there was no NCAA tournament hurts. The fact that combine stuff is being pushed back hurts. The fact that this whole NBA draft, this whole pre-NBA draft process is impacted in general hurts. Because by now... The draft ladder, the draft big boards would be changing up. We have we'd have a better idea of maybe who's going to be that standout guy, who's going to be a riser, who's going to be a faller. Right now, we just can't get that. We can't get that because right now it's just you're looking at the tape of what they've done in the past. You're looking at measurables, and maybe the NBA is playing something of a combine. I could be wrong. I'm actually going to look this up right now as I'm recording this because I am not sure. So NBA. 2020 combine there's latest update was from july 27th yeah there is a combine yeah there and the nba was sending emails to select players that they've been telling them to attend this year's draft combine according to jonathan gavoni of espn so there will be a draft combine before draft and that will really impact the potential order here but also sounds like this yeah this lottery is gonna or to, excuse me this combine is gonna come after the lottery of course because the lottery is just days away on August twentieth yes August twentieth it's very soon it's gonna take place just as the playoffs are starting so it's gonna be a very interesting time and 
yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to go through here with this lottery. And, of course, we're going to have a lot to dissect once the lottery actually takes place. But I want to, of course, go through this little lottery preview here to just, of course, go through the first episode here of Garden Vibes. And to just get a sense of what we're looking at here or what Knicks fans should be looking at here for the lottery coming up. Which, it's going to be another... Could be another game-changing one for the Knicks, whether they take a player here or whether they decide to use it as part of a package for a star player. Right now, you have no idea who that's going to be, but the Knicks could potentially have a lot of money available in their cap space, and if teams, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, feel they need to cut salary, perhaps there could be an unexpected name or two that hits the market that the Knicks could use that pick for to end a trade, even though I very much disagree with them trying to... Um, do quick fixes. I don't think they're in a position to do quick fixes. I would very much like to see them build through the draft consistently and sticking to it. But they didn't hire someone like Leon Rose just to who's who's a big time who was a big time agent to just sit around. They're gonna make a trade at some point. Um I'm just worried it's just gonna be the same next of all that are gonna gut their draft picks, they're gonna gut young players, even though they don't have a great core as is besides Barrett and Robinson. Which two of who I hope stick around. Um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, quite quite interesting what they end up doing with the pick. Whether they, they can even take make the pick and then trade it down the line for all we know, when that right player becomes available. So whoever this player is that ends up with the Knicks in whatever spot they land in is not a guarantee to stick around long term. But you never know what can happen here. We never know what direction the Knicks are gonna take because they are a volatile. Uh, franchise that goes in one direction or the other and it depends on the day, week, month, or year. So, we'll see. So, thanks for tuning in for this first episode of Garden Vibes. My name is Robert Wilkenbrod. You can go check us out wherever we are available on podcast networks here. So, we'll be coming up with another episode after the draft lottery takes place. We'll do a really full-fledged dive and once that, once we do that, then episodes will start airing every Monday, I believe, right now. I think we're going to aim for every Monday. Once a week thing, we'll do special occasion things, like, of course, the draft, all this draft stuff this week is, of course, a special occasion. But for the future, we're going to be doing more uh, consistently with Mondays. Maybe it'll shift around at times, but the aim is Mondays throughout the offseason, and even to the regular season, we just talk next. We're not going to do anything too crazy right now. Maybe we'll bring on some guests sometime soon. But right now, not going to keep it too long for you. And we just hope that you, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the draft. And be sure to follow along with me at Real Rob Walken on Twitter.